Chapter 15 Luke sat up, checking his arms to make sure she hadn't broken anything. You're lying, the girl said. But she made no effort to tackle him again. She crouched, looking puzzled for a few moments. Then she grinned. I got it! You're another one! Great code world. Code word. I ought to think about using that for the rally. Now it was Luke's turn to squint in confusion. The girl giggled. I mean, you're another shadow child, right? Shadow? Luke wondered why his brain seemed to be slowing down. Was it just because she seemed several miles ahead of him? That's not the term you use, she asked. I thought shadow child was universal. But, you know, an illegal? Someone whose parents broke population law 3903? A third? I... Luke couldn't bring himself to confess. He'd broken so many taboos today, leaving the house, standing in the open yard, talking to a stranger. Why did one more violation matter? You can say it, the girl coaxed. I'm a third child. Why should there be anything wrong with that? Luke was spared having to answer her because she suddenly sprang to her feet, exclaiming, Oh no, the alarm! She raced down the hall and around the corner, Luke followed to find her jerking open a closet door, then punching buttons on a panel of colored lights. Too late. Trapped. She ran to a phone, Luke following breathlessly. She dialed. Luke watched in amazement. He'd never talked on a phone. His parents had told him the government could trace calls, could tell if a voice on a phone was from a person who was allowed to exist or not. Dad, she made the face. I know, I know. Call the security company and get them to cancel the alarm, okay? Pause. And I might remind you that the penalty for harboring a shadow child is $5 million or execution, depending on the mood of the judge. She rolled her eyes at Luke while she listened to what seemed to be a long answer. Oh, you know, these things happen. Another pause. Yeah, yeah, love you too. Thanks, Dad. She hung up. Luke wondered if he should run back to his house immediately before the population police really did show up. They can find you now, Luke said, just from the phone. The girl laughed. They say, but everyone knows the government's not that competent. Luke started inching toward the back door, just in case. But there really was an alarm, he asked, and you have security guards? Sure. Doesn't everyone? The girl took another look at Luke. Oh, maybe not. She winced apologetically as soon as she'd said that. Luke decided to ignore the insult. Do the security guards know you're here, he asked. Of course not, the girl said. If they came, I'd have to hide. Personally, I think my family just has the alarm system to make sure I stay in the house. They don't know I can disable it, but she gave him an evil grin. I set it off sometimes just for fun. That's fun, Luke asked. He thought another third child would understand him, be just like him. This girl sure wasn't. Aren't you scared the guards might find you? Not really, the girl shrugged. And see, doing it on purpose every now and then helped us today. My dad didn't really even ask why the system needed to be stopped. He just thought it was me making trouble again. In a twisted way, she kind of made sense. But trying to figure everything out made Luke's head hurt. He glanced towards the door. If he could get home safely, he'd never complain about being bored again. Here, he felt as baffled as Alice in Wonderland from one of the old books in the attic. Or... He remembered something he'd read in a nature book. Maybe he was like the prey of a snake that hypnotized its victims before it ate them. He didn't think the girl would hurt him. 
but she might keep him confused and fascinated until the population police or the security guards or someone else arrived. The girl saw where he was looking. Am I scaring you? she asked. Shadow kids can be so jumpy. You're safe, you know. How about if we start over? Would you care for a seat? Uh, what's your name anyway? Luke told her. Nice to meet you, the girl said, shaking his hand in a way that made him feel like she was kind of making fun of him. Then she led him to sit down on a couch in the room he'd first entered. She perched beside him. I'm Jen. Really? It's Jennifer Rose Talbot? But do I look like a Jennifer? She shook her head and spread out her arms as if Luke should understand something from her rumpled sweatshirt and messy hair. Luke frowned. I don't know, he said. I don't know any Jennifers. Just Matthew and Mark and mother and dad. He knew his parents' real names were Edna and Harlan, but he wondered if he shouldn't keep that secret. Just in case. Probably he shouldn't have even mentioned Matthew and Mark, but he was surprised into it, thinking suddenly about how there was a world full of people outside his house with a world full of different names he'd never heard of. Hmm, the girl said. Then I have to explain. Jennifer is supposed to be, like, really girly and prissy. So the joke's on Mom. She wanted some frilly little girl she could put in lacy dresses and sit in the corner, like a doll. She paused. Are Matthew and Mark your older brothers? Luke nodded. So you never met anyone outside your immediate family? Luke shook his head no. Jen looked so amazed he felt he had to defend himself. And you have? He asked with almost the same taunting voice he sometimes used with Mark. Well, yeah, she said. But you're a third child too, Luke protested. A shadow child, right? He suddenly felt like it might be easy to cry if he let himself. All his life he'd been told he couldn't do everything Matthew and Mark did because he was a third child. But if Jen could go about freely, it didn't make sense. Had his parents lied? Don't you have to hide, he asks. Sure, Jen said. Mostly. But my parents are very good at bribery, and so am I, she grinned wickedly. Then she squinted at Luke. How did you know I was a third child? How did you know I was here? Luke told her. Somehow it seemed important to start with the woods coming down, so it turned into a very long story. Jen interrupted frequently with questions and comments. So you've never been away from your house except to go to your backyard or barn? You've stayed inside for six months? And, gosh, you must really hate these houses, huh? And then, when he got to the part about seeing her face in the window, she bit her lip. My dad would kill me if he knew I'd done that. But the mirrors were messed up, and Carlos bet me I didn't even know what the weather was outside and... Huh? Luke said. Mirrors? Carlos? Jen waved away his questions. Luke Garner, she announced solemnly, you have come to the right place. Forget that hiding like a mole stuff. I'm your ticket out.